0: What's up, everyone? I'm Joe Pompliano, and this is The Joe Pomp Show. Canadian sports drink company Biosteel filed for bankruptcy this past week. Now, this move shocked a lot of people, as the upstart company had backing from Patrick Mahomes, as well as sponsorship deals with the NHL, LA Lakers, Luka Doncic, and many more. So how did all of this happen? Well, today I'm gonna break it all down for you, including the details of the bankruptcy case and how much money some of these athletes and sponsors are set to lose out on. Let's get right into it. All right, so anyone that has been paying attention to the sports drink market over the last several years, you've probably heard of this company called Biosteel, and they've become one of the most interesting case studies in the business. On one hand, everything that they did seemed like a dream. Their founder is a guy by the name of Mike Camilleri. Mike played in the NHL for 15 years. He scored a ton of goals and played in hundreds of games. Very good NHL player. And when he was playing, he noticed that most of the sports drinks on the market, the Gatorade and things like that, were not healthy enough for professional athletes. They had too much sugar. They had food dye in them. They had a bunch of ingredients that were not deemed necessary to hydrate athletes in professional sports. So Mike said there's got to be a better way. He teamed up with his childhood best friend and a couple other people to create BioSteel. Now, the whole idea was that it was going to be a healthier alternative from a sports drink perspective to hydrate professional athletes specifically, but obviously you would sell them to the general population too. Now, the company started out pretty damn hot. They started seeding their product to professional athletes. Guys across the NHL and other sports leagues were buying the product, not even just getting it for free, but literally using their own credit cards to go on the website, buy the product and seen outside drinking it. They then signed distribution deals with grocery stores, gas stations, and other stores like that in the United States and Canada. And they eventually built one of the most impressive athlete endorsement portfolios in sports. They signed endorsement deals with people like Luka Doncic, Connor McDavid, Jamar Chase, Wayne Gretzky, Jalen Ramsey, DeAndre Hopkins, Andrew Wiggins, Ezekiel Elliott, Glaber Torres, Alfonso Davies, Aaron Andrews, Steve Nash, and most importantly, Patrick Mahomes, who is also an investor in the company, right? So he did not only receive money from an endorsement perspective, but he's also an investor. But the key here is that BioSteel's success didn't just seem like a dream. It was a dream. That's because the sports nutrition company filed for bankruptcy last week, listing $45 million in unsecured debts and a laundry list of big name creditors across professional sports. So let's get into it. The easiest way to explain Biosteel, the story behind the company, is that it involves this company called Canopy Growth. So Biosteel is the drink company. Then we have Canopy Growth, which is a cannabis company. They're the largest cannabis company in North America. They bought Biosteel in 2019. And the reason why they bought Biosteel was to diversify their business. So they bought about 90% of the business in total. And they came in and they wanted to build the business and compete with Gatorade, Body Armor, Powerade, and so forth. But most people don't understand how hard the sports drink market is. If you look at Gatorade, Body Armor, and Powerade, those three drinks, literally those three companies made up 98% of the U.S. sports drink market last year. So in 2022, Gatorade, Body Armor, and Powerade accounted for 98% of the sales, right? So there's literally three companies that are selling all of the product in the U.S. market. So Canopy Growth was facing an uphill battle. And that's part of the reason why BioSteel, before Canopy Growth, but also Canopy Growth afterward, invested millions and millions of dollars every single month and every single year in these partnerships with athletes, teams, and leagues. But it didn't work. They were losing a ton of money. Canopy Growth says in the bankruptcy filing form that they lost $273 million so far that they have invested in the business. They were burning, the company was burning about $11.2 million every single month. And Canopy tried for several months to sell the business. It was on the market. I had heard about it. Many other people had heard about it, was that they had a bunch of interested buyers. And Canopy mentioned this in the bankruptcy filing that they actually had 24 prospective buyers. And I think it was six people ended up submitting non-binding bids. But the problem with this is that the bids were non-binding. So you don't really know if these people wanted to buy the company or not because they had conditions with the purchase or the acquisition That could have been substantial or not, but ultimately, Biosteel wasn't willing to accept their offer on a non-binding basis because they may not have closed the deal. So they end up not being able to sell the business. They say, okay, let's get out of this. Let's file for bankruptcy instead. And they had to fire a bunch of people. They fired 95% of all Biosteel employees last week. That was 181 people that got fired. Now, obviously, that sucks. Super unfortunate. Don't want to see anyone lose their job. But from a pure financial standpoint, the overview is that Canopy Growth still owns about 90% of the business. BioSteel was burning again, $11.2 million per month. Canopy Growth over the last three years has invested $273 million into the brand. BioSteel was growing as much as this year. They generated $24.2 million in Q1 revenue last year, which was 137% increase year over year from $10.2 million the year previously. But during that same time frame, operating losses tripled, again, because they were spending so much money on investments and partnerships and everything else like that. So really, the way to look at this is just to say, point blank, Biosteel was dragging down Canopy Growth's business. They were accounting for the majority of the company's losses. I think it was 60% of Canopy's losses were accounted through Biosteel alone. So when the company went to go diversify its business, it actually ended up just substantially hurting its business instead. So they want to get out of it. They file for bankruptcy. But to make matters worse, Biosteel's strategy of expansion through partnerships with sports leagues and athletes has created a number of problems in bankruptcy. Take the NHL, for instance. Biosteel came in hot in 2022 and signed a deal to become the NHL's official hydration partner. Now, the way that these deals worked and the way that this deal works specifically is that you get your products all over the league. Obviously, you get marketing on social media, you get some television commercials or whatever it is. But first and foremost, your products are going to be placed at each and every game. So BioSteel had their products on every bench of every NHL game. It was in the penalty box of every game, and it was on the goalie net of every single game throughout the season. But just one year into that deal, literally one year from when that deal was signed, BioSteel has filed for bankruptcy, and the NHL is now one of the company's largest creditors. So through the bankruptcy filing, you can see who they owe money to. The NHL, they have listed as one of their largest creditors at $8.7 million. The Los Angeles Lakers are owed a ton of money too, $2.5 million from the company. Miami Heat, $953,000. USA Soccer, again, another partner that they signed a deal with, is owed $675,000. Andrew Wiggins, the NBA player, $658,000. The Brooklyn Nets, $624,000. Rogers Media, $428,000. The Philadelphia 76ers, $296,000. USA Hockey, $197,000. And again, it's not just... The employees, it's not just the leagues, it's not just the teams, but it's the athletes too. Patrick Mahomes, like I mentioned before, was an investor in the business. And I don't know if he was given equity or he actually put cash in himself. But if he put cash in himself, you're essentially writing that investment down to zero right now. And none of the other athletes, like the Andrew Wiggins and people like that that had endorsement deals with the company, Jalen Ramsey, everyone else, whether it's past or present is going to get paid either. So all of those are going to be written down to zero too. Now, the thing I want to make clear here is that losing an endorsement deal is certainly different than putting personal money into a company. Both of them suck. Obviously, if you're Andrew Wiggins or someone else like that, maybe you had the opportunity to sign with a different hydration partner and you would have been able to get that money. In most cases, that's probably not true. Maybe the risk was worth the reward, right? So BioSteel was a relatively small company, but it was a five times larger deal than he was gonna get from everyone else. So potentially he already got paid some of that money. We don't know all the specifics is my point. But at the end of the day, putting money into the business like a Patrick Mahomes or an Aaron Andrews, who also was an investor, stinks, right? It's an investment and it's an unfortunate situation all the way around. It's obviously never fun to see hardworking employees get fired, hundred and something employees at once, or athletes, investors lose money because a business failed. But I also think that this speaks to how incredibly difficult the sports drink market is. Gatorade, Body Armor, and Powerade dominate the market today. And the only real challenger that we've seen is Prime, which owns about 6% of the market and was built on the back of two of the world's largest YouTube personalities, Logan Paul and KSI. So the numbers have changed a little bit over the last year. But the easiest way to think about it is that Gatorade still dominates the market. They own about 70% of the U.S. sports drink industry. Number two would be Body Armor at 15%. You got to remember Body Armor was acquired by Coca-Cola in 2021 for I think it was $8 billion at the time. Powerade is number three at 11%. And then Prime is number four at just around 6% of the market. Now, the thing I would say about this is that the unit economics and the way that the businesses were structured between Prime and BioSteel were drastically different. And I think that had a sizable impact on the outcome for each of these businesses. And I'll explain So if you look at Prime, Logan, Paul, and KSI, while it's unknown how much of the business they own, I venture to believe that they probably own a substantial part of the business. We're talking about double-digit equity points each. Maybe that's 10%, maybe it's 30%, maybe it's 40%. We don't know. But I think they own a substantial part. If you look at what they're willing to do, these guys are traveling all over the world. They were in New York one day, then literally the next day, they were in Australia or two days later, whatever it was, to launch a new product there. You're not going to do that for a small piece of the pie. And you also have to remember that Logan Paul and KSI are using a significant amount of their advertising inventory across all of their platforms, whether it's social media or even their time or other things like that. They could be pushing other products. They could be starting other brands. They could be doing cash endorsement deals with other companies too. But instead, they're strictly promoting an advertising prime because they know that their equity stake in that brand from an enterprise value is going to be worth significantly more than anything they can do for cash. And the reason I tell you that is because when it comes to Biosteel, it's essentially the exact opposite. Biosteel, as I mentioned, went out and they signed all these partnerships with teams and leagues and players. But the problem is that none of these people had any real skin in the game, right? Even Patrick Mahomes, if Canopy Growth owns 90% of the business and he invested, he probably owns a very small chunk of the business and it's not even one of his biggest investments. So when you look at it in that capacity, Andrew Wiggins or the Lakers or the NHL, the incentives are drastically misaligned. And for you to really compete with companies like Gatorade and Body Armor and Powerade and now even Prime to some degree, you have to get that distribution. You have to have that audience and you have to have people who are aligned from an incentive standpoint. Biosteel wasn't able to do that. They were never able to generate the sales that their agreements and their deals justified. And now at the end of the day, the ship has sailed, and the opportunity has run out. Canopy Growth has said, we can't do this any longer. We can't continue to lose $11 million a month, right? We have to go fire people. We have to renege on some of the sponsorship deals that we've already done, and we have to throw in the tout. So that's what we have seen happen over the last week. Now, the business will go to a bankruptcy sale, and someone will have the opportunity to buy the existing assets, although the company obviously isn't nearly as valuable today as it even was a week ago or two weeks ago or five years ago. But I obviously feel bad for the employees that got laid off over the last week. Some of this stuff isn't their fault. It's just the nature of the business. And I hope they're able to find another opportunity and get back on their feet. The other thing I would say is that it's a sign to be wary of when it comes to athletes investing in deals. You would have looked at this deal before and you would have seen all of the shiny names between Patrick Mahomes as an investor, Luka Doncic, Connor McDavid, Jamar Chase, Wayne Gretzky, Jay Lorenzo, DeAndre Hopkins. The list goes on and on and on. And you would have said, oh, wow, it seems like they're killing it. They're doing millions of dollars in sales. They're reporting numbers that are up 137% year over year. But the truth is not always what it looks like. And just because an athlete that's a two-time Super Bowl champion and an NFL MVP is involved from an investment perspective doesn't mean it's going to be a home run. You still need founders and operators that can execute on the business plan and build this business. Obviously, Patrick Mahomes isn't doing any of that. He's essentially loaning his name, image, and likeness in return for either cash or equity in the deal. And just because these athletes are involved, in most cases, that's not going to make it a success. If you're able to look at the incentive structure of the business, something like Prime, where the two main marketing forces behind it own a substantial piece of the business and have the ability to make meaningful more money off of that deal than they do from advertisers, that is much more likely to be successful, in my opinion. And we're seeing that play out in real time between Prime, Biosteel, and many other drinks in the market today. That's it for today, though. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it, please leave me a five-star review. Tell me what you liked, what you didn't like, what I can improve on, and so forth. Other than that, I hope everyone has a great weekend, and we'll talk on Monday.